Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Creative Minds. Today, we are interviewing a very good friend and animator, Mateo Toons. Say hello, Mateo Toons. Hello, my name is Mateo Toons, and I'd make YouTube videos for Vimeo, <laughs> Twitter, and Patreon. I also... <laughs> So, if you guys want to see some great animated content, be sure to financially support me on, on Facebook PayPal. and Whoa. subscribe to my Patreon. I really appreciate your free money. I actually don't have a Patreon, but I do have a Twitter, mm-hmm. so go nice. follow that, please. What first introduced you to the world of animation? I've been watching cartoons for as long as I mm-hmm. can remember, and with all the you know, accessible places for cartoons now, just like there's inspiration mm-hmm. left and right. Yeah. So uh let's start from my earliest years. So say around like super early childhood, like four or five or something, as far back as I could possibly remember. My dad had multiple TVs in the living room at the time, and one of them had direct TV on them. So I was introduced to stuff like Cartoon mm-hmm. Network, Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, and just all these places with great cartoons. And it never occurred to me that people... Just anybody could have made cartoons because, you know, back in the 20s when cartoons were starting to become huge, Mm -hmm. like people didn't have all of these giant studios since like they were just barely scraping by with animation. So that's kind of that's kind of how I am right now, just barely scraping by with all the work Mm -hmm. I'm juggling right now. But when I was watching all those cartoons as a little kid, I, I thought to myself, it would be really cool if I were to make cartoons myself someday. But then I kind of thought about it a little Mm -hmm. bit more and I wanted to actually be a game designer for the longest time because I grew up playing games like Crash Bandicoot and, and, uh, Need for Speed and stuff, uh, especially Crash Bandicoot. That was my childhood Mm -hmm. game. I played all the time on PS2. What happened after that? I just kept watching cartoons for the longest time. But games still became my main motivation as that was the thing I did the most Mm -hmm. at the time. So I would play a game and I would look at all the animations in the game, like the in-game sprite animations and whatever. I'm like, I wonder how they do that. And then I looked looked into it a little bit more. This was also around the time I started getting introduced to YouTube, which I'll get Mm -hmm. to later. And, well, skip skip forward to about uh, 2014 when I started actually becoming serious about, like, looking into making content and stuff. Uh, 2014, I started looking into camcorders and gaming more. I had an Xbox and I played Guitar Hero all the time, which I still want to get back into because Guitar Hero is just such a fun game. And basically, I would look at games as the same way I looked at cartoons, just another thing that I wanted to look Mm -hmm, into more. So I ended up looking into games a lot more uh, about like a year before I started really looking into making animations. And I had Mm. a gaming channel. This was like two years ago. So I had a gaming channel called Dropkick underscore zero zero, which never took off. It got about two subscribers, which was my mom and some dude I knew on Instagram named Vinny. Mm. So, uh, by the way, mom, thank you for being my first subscriber. That's, that's kind of pathetic to say. Oh, thanks, mom. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, everybody's <laughs> but, got a first subscriber, right? Oh, yeah, obviously. And it's always got to be true. your family member yeah. because who else are you yeah, going to tell about your new passion? Uh, at the time of the gaming channel, I didn't have computers or, you know, good technology. In fact, I remember vividly saving up for a computer before spending all my money on, well, realistically, McDonald's. So <laughs> I would point my two megapixel smartphone camera at my television and I would record about 10 minutes of me rambling over gameplay footage that was barely even good, put it into my crappy editor, I would barely edit it, and then I started doing this thing for the end card, Mm. I would actually animate the end card, and that was like the first... 
that was like the first YouTube mm-hmm. introduction of the Mateo avatar, which you guys like see evolve ah. today, which you can go back like about a year ago. I remember animating that and I, re- I was like, that's actually not as bad as I was anticipating because I remember animating it and I was like, okay, how am I going to add sounds mm-hmm. to this? Because I had no idea how to download stuff mm-hmm. at the time. So I was like, well, why don't I just record sounds? So it was it was a little animation of my character popping up and saying like, thanks for watching the video. If you want to see more, subscribe, yada, 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 all the YouTube stuff. And he had this little remote with him and he would like point it towards the screen and then click a button and the screen would like do that little mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. thing where it would just that, go yeah. pew. And I specifically remember I was like, I want to get a sound like that, but I don't know. I don't have a remote that makes such a prominent clicking Mm. sound. So I was like, use a light switch. So I went over to my light switch and I just went like 20 times just to see which one would which one would stick and i ended up using like the like the 15th mm-hmm. one i remember that specifically i don't know how but it was like <laughs> the 15th one and i just remember at the end of the day i was like so proud of myself and then after that that's when my love for animation started mm-hmm. to evolve a lot more basically i would make animation more prominent in my gaming videos and it was around my birthday or early November of 2016 where I was completely uninterested in making video games and this is where my animation interest became full like full swing I wanted to make cartoons Ah, so I remember making the announcement video sometime early November being all like guys I'm sorry I'm gonna have to stop making videos 2016 and onward was the rise of my YouTube channel where I would I made videos constantly without stopping, even if I was like sick or I wasn't Mm -hmm. home. I had, I had access to an Android tablet, which was basically my entire, you know, hardware Mm -hmm. system. I used the built-in microphone. I didn't use any external microphones until like October when I got my snowball, which I'm using Mm -hmm. right now. I used the best editing program I could get on an Android operating system, which was PowerDirector, which I used a lot and was really Mm -hmm. proud of. Ibis Paint X to draw and that was literally all I needed. But now I use basically anything I can to make my videos better, which is like I use Audacity Record, Premiere Pro of all things wow. to edit, which I am very thankful for. I use Levelator to levelate my audio. I use uh, OBS to capture my screen. I use Notepad to do my scripts. Mm-hmm. It's just an entire hodgepodge of stuff I use to just make videos yeah. now, which I am very grateful for. And yeah, that was basically my entire interest in animation. First, it was games, then it was animation a little bit, and then I made my first video, and then my YouTube channel kicked off. So, 231 subscribers later. Wow. Uh, wait a second. I'm actually stunned right now. Just as I say subscriber, I see on my computer screen, new subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, two, 232 subscribers later, nice. uh, Mateo Tunes has forged into what it is now. But wow. A new challenger has arisen, oh. my webcomic, which is coming out uh, June 21st, oh. but probably at the time this podcast is released, it'll probably be out. Links in the description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on that more than yeah. videos, but videos are still a priority, and I'm still making animations, so yeah. man, it's been a real crazy life. Ever since YouTube was introduced to me, it was it's just been absolutely insane, so that's my animation story. <laughs> So I, for one, am very curious about uh, where to find Mateo's first videos, and uh, can you put into words how you improved and uh, from your first videos? I am not joking when I say I started on a Nintendo 3DS oh. for animating my stuff. A Nintendo <laughs> hey, 3DS same, with yeah. Flipnote Studio. Uh, that was how I was scraping by. 
And when you go back to my first video, which was animated, the only video that's animated on a 3DS, uh, the Ed's World Christmas Special 2004, which I am very still proud of. Basically, the process of making an animation on the 3DS is that only one one minute of audio was able to be used, so I had to cut it down into individual pieces, which is why during the video you could see me scrubbing through parts of the animation, which I, for some reason, didn't bother to edit out. I started on my 3DS, which is now my sister's, and then I moved on to my smartphone, which is the same smartphone I'm using right now to talk to you guys, and it is the worst smartphone ever, to put it lightly, because it's from 2013, it only has 8 gigs of memory, and if you download a single app, the entire phone crashes or freezes depending on which one you want more. It was a complete hodgepodge until I moved on to my Android tablet, uh, Christmas of 2016, and up until October of 2017, that was when I updated to, uh, upgraded rather, to Premiere Pro for editing. I remember the night specifically. It was October 27th, 2017, when I fully upgraded to my computer. I had the mm -hmm. tablet, I had the mic, I just needed the editing software, so my grandma is such a cool lady to help me with that. She's just like, oh yeah, you can you can use my credit card to pay monthly, I don't care. <laughs> so, so wow. senior benefits, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the process of learning all of those things was just crazy because improving is probably the hardest part when you don't want anything to change oh yeah for sure content because yeah. mm -hmm. because with with upgrades to new stuff because now i have one of the greatest computers i could ever own and one of the greatest tablets i could ever own i'm just so grateful that i could have mm -hmm. all this stuff but if my content somehow changed because of the upgrade i wouldn't want to make content anymore because yeah. it's like it doesn't have the same spark that it used mm -hmm. to have which to be honest i kind of have lost that spark in my content but to me it's like i want to go back to october and summer 2017 mateo tunes because i think mm -hmm. those were my golden months to say because golden. yeah yeah just, i know what you just mean. i i really i really liked how those turned out because they mm -hmm. felt a lot more genuine you know what i mean so right i would make that content and then i'd be super proud of it at the end of the day but then i moved on to new stuff and then i just sort of felt that spark go away mm -hmm. but Ooh. if there's one creation that hasn't lost its spark yet it's the story of swords kid mm -hmm. for two years it was like an idea for a few years and then it became like an actual thing last year so mm -hmm. that never lost what it was supposed to be like even though the story now that i'm working on with the comic it's like a complete rehash it feels like old swords kid but like new it's 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 it sounds like an apple commercial it's mm -hmm. like the all new apple iphone <laughs> 7000 it's just yeah it improves upon but stays the same it's like yeah of course it does because you guys you guys have found that specific spot of what it's supposed to be because people like that yeah no one has ever really told me what the content i make should be but they give me positive feedback depending on which video it is so i know what it's supposed to be so improving and keeping stuff the same is super hard and then like the evolution of this channel and whatever it's just all of that was an extreme learning curve especially moving on to the computer so I, I feel like I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine, uh, dude. I, I, it's great. That's I what like the podcast hearing all these. Is for. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I, love hearing I just have it. so much to say about my channel. Here's the deal. Like, this is one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I love hearing stories from other creators, and I love yes. getting to know the insight about how other creators yeah. think and like why they do what they do. So for me, I, I'm just I'm really enjoying this. 
Since you keep mentioning Sword Kids like two or three times, how did Sword Kids come to be? Sword Kids. Exactly. Sword. So is it Swords okay. Kids or Sword Kids or... Oh my how do you good say lord. It? Okay, so swords let me just kids? say something. Let me say something real quick. Okay. Swords. 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 That's the plural. Kid. Swords. That's not a plural. Swords okay. Kid. Swords, Swords kid. kid, because the original joke, it was an, it was supposed to be a joke title first off. Oh. You know, since I wasn't a man, and I'm still technically not a man, I couldn't name the series Swordsman, because that was kind of stupid. So I just decided to go with, oh. well, since I'm oh. a kid, I get it. Now. Okay, I understand. So that was, now. that was the entire the arbitrage. Thing. Yeah. That was, that you. was the, that was the whole Eureka. That makes a lot of sense. Me. Yeah. So, actually, yeah. What, what did you want to know specifically about the comic and whatever? As in, like how did it come to be and i know you're still working on it but i mean like because i know there's a whole story behind this and i think yeah, it'd be interesting. yeah i have the whole story thought out like beginning to end mm -hmm. like it's a blurry line like a very right, very blurry yeah. line right now but i kind of just it's kind of like a lego set you just look at the instructions you instruct right, yourself yeah. first off and then you just build up mm -hmm. about the story of swords kid and how that in that entire fiasco came to be i did everything traditionally and i was planning on making a video about the history of swords kid and i think I think I still mm -hmm. am. I have an entire folder dedicated to the history of Swords Kid, starting from the first drawing uh -huh. to the most recent drawing, and it started back in 2015 or 14. Little Mateo thought to himself, it would be a really great idea to make an original character, so mm -hmm. I scraped everything I could together to make an original character. Yeah, that kind of rhymed. And basically, the character looked like this. My style was very blank at the time, so just imagine a clean slate character, a completely white character with thick outlines and blocky hands and whatever. I would start with this cookie-cutter outline, and then I would add a headband, some spiky hair, kind of like the hair you see on my Ooh. avatar right now, wristbands, and the sword which looked kind of weird at the time. It looked lo a lot more like a katana than it did the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy, which I based the sword mm -hmm. on now. I, I had made I had made that character, and I still have that drawing to this day, and it is very, very bad, very bad. And <laughs> obviously, because it's a it's a really old drawing, and it was when I started to like just get into art. But yeah, by my standards today, I would change basically everything by the looks of it, you know. So I wanted to make a cartoon, and I remember the names I gave the cartoons when like Swords Kid was in beta. So I was watching all these pilots of shows from Cartoon Network, and then I eventually landed on this one pilot, which. Thankfully, got a greenlit show, Infinity Train. I uh, love that pilot to death. It is so cool. I cannot wait to see it become a cartoon, if I'm honest. So mm -hmm. it's coming out in 2019, which I am bummed about, but animation takes long, so I digress. Basically, I watched that, and I was like, it's official. I have to make a cartoon, because if something as simple and cool as this can get this many views, like 2 million views in a month, then cow. I'm pretty sure I can make something and have it get as many views. And boy, mm -hmm. was I wrong because today <laughs> it stands at like 240 views after like a year or so, mm -hmm. which to me is a big number still. But, you know, by my wow. standards, it deserved a lot less, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. So I put pen to paper and I was like, OK, what should the name be? So Dragon Riders. Ha, that sounded really cool because Dragon Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Nah, that sucks. Adventure Kids. Nah, that sounds stupid. It sounds like a Disney XD cartoon for children. <laughs> then I eventually landed on. Well, the cartoon's gonna have a sword in it. Swords man? No, I'm not a man. Swords kid. 
So that's when the name came by. Ah, okay. It took me 11 days, and I remember this vividly. It took me 11 days to finish the pilot. I posted it to YouTube, and that's when I met Sandberger 3000. Mm-hmm. So he, I met him through his pilot episode of Can Chronicles, which is still cool, and he mm-hmm. met me through Swords Kit. So I met some good friends along the way, and everybody references references Swords Kit today, especially mm-hmm. Sam. So thanks for all the support. Soon after that. I realized how creatively drained I was afterwards, yeah, so I was like, yep, yeah. never again. Never, ever again am I doing <laughs> something like that. And then I just stuck to status quo with my YouTube channel, and then that's where great videos such as the Albuquerque trilogy, the infomercials videos, and all of those great Mateo Tunes classics came to be because of Swords mm-hmm. Kid, because that was my initial boost of inspiration uh. to make stuff. So I was like, yeah, I canceled Swords Kid, so nobody can talk about that ever again. But everybody was talking <laughs> nope, about that's it. that's not everybody how that works. Wanted, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody <laughs> wanted more. Everybody was asking, hey, when is this going to come back? Because mm-hmm. it was it, this was the pilot episode. Right. But then, then I had the brilliant idea Mateo Tunes had at the time. Why don't I make a 30 30- minute animation about swords kid what a good idea right (laughs) wrong because 30 minutes of animation would take years to make because Mm -hmm. i was a bad artist at the time i was like i'm gonna make a short film about swords kid and it's gonna be super cool and blah 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 which obviously did not come to fruition because it's not on my channel but Mm -hmm. in july or june i don't know last year so this was like (laughs) a year ago I made the Swords Kid series. I made episode one, Blue Fire, which I watched again recently, which mm-hmm. to be fair, I'm still kind of proud of. I did a lot more than I was capable of at the time. Then, mm-hmm. so that was, that was pretty cool. I put uh, a character named Jet, which he looks stupid now. And I put Jordan and they try to figure out what the sword is. But the whole plot was that nobody but Jordan could touch the sword, which I was going to make into kind of like a plot loop thing. I don't know, like something cool that would mm-hmm. come back at the end, but. I don't, I don't know. It would be around October of 2017 where I, when Swords Kid actually crossed my mind again. That was when I got my blue snowball and I was recording Mm -hmm. audio on my computer for better quality in the audio when I was like, I have all this great quality stuff. I'm way more capable of animation now than I was ever before. So why not just knuckle down and make a 12 minute short film? So Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I was going to do. And I got about five minutes into it when one night I decided to free up some space from my tablet when I accidentally deleted every single audio event that I have ever had including the sound effects and the voiceover. So I ended up deleting all of the sounds and it was just a blank soundless movie. And I did not want to go back and do all those sounds again. That was a complete shame. But after that happened, I had never stopped thinking about Swords Kid. I wanted to make it into a thing still. I ended up waiting a few months until I was, I thought, I thought I was absolutely ready to make Swords Kid into a thing again. Since I had upgraded to a computer and I had given my old tablet away, I had no access to animation software anymore. Mm-hmm. So unless I wanted to draw every single frame manually in my editing program or, or in my drawing program and then plop it into my editing program, uh, I could have made a movie, but that would have taken like months or even in hindsight mm-hmm. years to do because that would have, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous to do that kind of animation. So I was like, there's gotta By be yourself. an easier, yeah, there's gotta be an easier way to tell a story. And then mm-hmm. I started diving into the realm of web comics when my friend Amy started her own web comics. So mm-hmm. I looked to her for inspiration. I was like, how on earth are you making this web comics? She was like, oh, it's simple. Just make a animated story except it's not animated and it's narrated by talking bubbles and then i was like 
That is genius. So this is actually not as bad as I was anticipating it to be. And then I made the second page and then the third and then the fourth and then the fifth. And then for five consecutive months, I have been working on this comic and I am right now almost done with issue one of Swords Kid. So mm-hmm. it's a completely rewritten story. I don't want to get into it too much because the entire right, universe yeah. of the comic mm-hmm. will explain that. Plus, I don't want to spoil anything because yeah, exactly. it gets, that's totally it fine. gets yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, lit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the story <laughs> of Swords Kid. Say it right. Wow. Swords Kid. That was, that was, <laughs> ooh. that was great. That was, that was yeah. intense. It was Man, trial, gosh, trial and this. trial and error. So mm-hmm. just. And then I finally found success. Yeah, sometimes that's just how you got to learn. My entire way of going about the comic was not conventional at all because mm-hmm. yeah. I started I started thinking, oh, this is just going to be a fun passion project. And then it turned into a very, very fun passion project when I was like, oh, never mind. Drop all of my animation projects right now and focus <laughs> on this. What a good idea. Right. And what a yeah. good idea it was actually because mm-hmm. I am very excited to get this comic released. So right. that that's just like that's it's crazy that people are actually supporting me even though it's not even out yet because that release trailer i made a few days ago really got people hyped so yeah i'm just Mm -hmm. so excited for people to read the comic because i've been working my tail off on this so right dude i i'm excited to see it yeah and i'm normally not the type to like comics but i think i will actually enjoy this one for a lot of reasons i mean it's your comic first of all second of all i mean it just the story sounds interesting how do you come up with them ideas for them rants? Is it just stuff that happens in your life? I'm an overthinker, okay? I'll admit that. Oh, I, same, I think same. Things, I think things over probably too much, which is why this comic is probably going to take longer than it should. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a very fast thinker. Like, I could think about something, but think about it for like 10 minutes and then just instantly drop it and move on to the next thing mm-hmm. in my life. So it was kind of like a process of getting used to that way of thinking. And then when I started my YouTube channel, I was like, well, if I'm going to make videos, I might as well think about videos like video ideas. So I ended up thinking like, like faster. I ended up thinking like more, more thoughtfully. I would marvel at things like why are infomercials so stupid? And I would make (laughs) a video about why infomercials are so stupid in my book because they're over, they're overly dramatic. Sometimes they promote mm-hmm. the product way more than it needs to be they overhype yep. it as if it's like the best thing ever it's just a dumb concept for stay-at-home moms only who have way too much disposable income so <laughs> yeah. i would then i made yes. i made my first video like this which was albuquerque see living in new mexico is like living in bipolar land you never know what's going to happen next <laughs> in fact just today there was a massive massive rainstorm and we had to drive all the way to my church just to get my sister from two days of like being away. So at the time of recording this, it was, it was a very hot, sunshiny day. We were outside painting the concrete just to make it look nice. And the next day I wake up at 8 a.m. and it's overcast and slightly raining. And I'm like, Oh, okay. This is completely normal. But then we get in the mm-hmm. car. It is pouring rain, like an at, like just a shower completely. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, since this is such a rare and yet often occurrence, why don't I make a video about it? Heck, why don't I make mm-hmm. three videos oh, about it? Basically shoot. repeating myself. So <laughs> it's, it's just where the last one is just like an updated version of the previous one. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here to make another video about Albuquerque. Have you guys heard about the rain here? Gosh, <laughs> that rain. It's just <laughs> uh, so stupid, but 
uh, some of my videos I do consider to be gems of Mateo Tunes, such as my sick video. Ooh, like, I'm, gems I'm really, of the internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've yeah. yet to be. I've yet to be on that series. Uh, yeah, mate. Ethan, if you want yeah, to, mate. then I'm make I'm totally, it happen. <laughs> in fact, I still have ideas for videos written down. They just haven't come oh, to same, fruition yeah. yet, simply because mm-hmm. I make videos. I work on the comic a lot, so that takes time away from making videos. And yet, I still have ideas, but I can't really put those ideas down because. Because I have the comic to work on, so it's kind of like this giant, this giant loop of stuff. Yeah. So, so then, do you write those ideas down so that way you don't? Yeah, forget yeah. Them? I, okay, I have good. a notepad on my phone, or the idea is so Ooh. good that I just simply can't remember it. Like recently, I had an idea about like me with music because. I'm developing more of an interest in music. Heck, if you mm-hmm. see, I made a new outro for the channel today, and I really like oh. it. And I actually, I actually made the music that's in the outro. So, oh. I'll let you guys have a listen oh. to that after the podcast. But oh, um, nice. I really like how my musical interests are turning out. Uh, I have an entire song written down and recorded, but it's just a demo of me playing on the ukulele. So it's kind of just, uh, it's it's there. I just need like a good ukulele in order to record uh-huh. it. So. I'm also getting better at playing the drums and stuff, so I could play like a really fast beat and a really slow beat and whatnot. So, who is your favorite animator? If I'm completely honest, nobody is my favorite. That's Whoa. that's kind of whoa. It sounds mean, but here's what I mean. Here's here's my perspective. Mm-hmm. Nobody is my favorite animator because I like all of the animators equally. Because since I ah, myself am okay. an animator and also a comic illustrator. I know what goes into making an animated YouTube video. It's not mm-hmm. easy. It's very time consuming and it's creatively, it creatively burns you out over time, yeah. which is why mm-hmm. the comic was such a great escape for me from animation. Cause I was getting burned out on that with animation YouTubers. They usually say I took inspiration from Domics or the odd ones out or something else. YT, but mm-hmm. I didn't really take inspiration from anybody. Right. I kind of just looked at their, their content and said, Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if I did that someday? But that mm-hmm. was when I was doing gaming full time. And then right, I kind of yeah. came back to that thought. I was like, you know what? That would actually be kind of a fun thing to do. So I hadn't watched any of their videos for the longest time. But then I actually started doing animation, kind of like a uh, story driven animation, like uh, say a regular cartoon, like regular mm-hmm. show or something like that, where the characters have dialogue and whatever. I just tried to make stuff like that. But then I saw that like the whole story driven animations were becoming big on YouTube. And then I kind of just wanted to, you know, throw my, throw my hat in the ring on that one. I was just kind of, I kind of had fun doing that, but then people were like, your voice is great. And you have a great way of telling animation store, like animated stories do more Mm -hmm. of this. So I did swords kid for a long time. And then I moved on to story driven animation, which burned me out by December of 2017 because of the tunes miss stuff Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Cause that took, forever to do like 12 days to make 12 little short animations which was very creatively draining so Mm -hmm. when i when i say i look up to an animator i don't really mean it i don't look up to anybody i kind of i kind of watch a video and say oh that's a pretty cool way of doing things i wonder if there's a way I could do something like, like, is there a way I could make something original that's unique to only me? Like yeah, my art style or my way of animating. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a crazy train, man. I understand what you mean because I feel like I was, I've been going through that recently where I've been watching this one specific YouTuber and he's like my favorite now, but I yeah. realize that I couldn't do what he's doing 
and I don't mm. really want to because it's kind of like his thing. Yeah. So in a way, it's like I'm trying not to copy him. So in a way, yeah. that's one reason I haven't gotten a green screen because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would be copying him in a way. And Are it's you just like about Emirates. No, 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 not Emirates. <laughs> no. Um, Thanks. But Nate. it's just like, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I darn it! I see what you did there. <laughs> oh. But no yeah, problem. no, I see what you mean, where it's like, it's inspiration without actual inspiration. It's more like, oh, cool, I could do something like that. Have you ever thought about 3D animation? Does stop motion count? Technically, I mean, yeah. But I, yeah, I had this little phase, like a stop motion phase, where I would make little stop motion animations with Legos, but that never made it to fruition on YouTube because right. I didn't have any access to YouTube at the time. So I'd either have to use my dad's phone or nothing at all because I did not have the energy to upload anything. So I would just make a stop motion movie and then show it to my parents. How long have you been animating for? Uh, counting every single moment I've been animating, I'd say probably for over five or four years. I can't. Okay. I can't quite remember. My my entire animation story started when it was a late night in my grandma's guest bedroom when I had her tablet and I was like, I could make a cartoon. So I downloaded mm-hmm. the crappiest animation app that I could find and then I made a cartoon which took about 20 hours because I had no idea what I was doing. So I picked up the 3DS and then I started using that as my thing and then like yeah. YouTube and that was the whole story. So mm-hmm. uh, I'd say in total about three four or five years it's been uh, wow right of me animating wow. so nice, nice. quite yeah. creative what's your favorite part about creating probably the ending of the creation that's always the best part of you know making something because mm-hmm. with with my comic it's not done yet and it's not going to be done for months yeah. probably mm-hmm. even like over a year if i keep it as like a project and not really like a super project you know what i mean Cause mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you know like with a video That'll usually take me about two weeks to do. If it's like a 10 minute video, which ironically is my next video. So that's why it's been taking so long. But in terms of what's my favorite part of creating, it's the end process of creating because seeing it come together, having people like watch it and be excited, even if it's a short video, like um my Swords Can Announcement video, which took me like an hour to do, even stuff like that where people are hyped to see something else come out of it. It's just a very satisfying conclusion. It's like, a, it's just, that's, that's just it. It's a conclusion to what you've been working on. Here's the oh twist on you. Oh boy. Let um, me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. What's my least favorite part of making content? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. I can see right through you, Ethan. <laughs> that's a tough one. Cause mm, yeah. I have my favorite part of content creation, but my least favorite part. Oh, actually I know what my least favorite part is when I'm in the middle of making a video, but I simply don't know what to do with it. I am in the middle mm-hmm. of a video. I am editing it. I'm watching through it until like the animation stops and it's just blank space till the end. I'm sitting there wondering to myself, what on earth should I fill in between this? Cause right, I right. have, I oh, have opportunities yeah. for visual gags and audible gags and just making stuff funny through green screen mm-hmm. effects and whatever short noises obviously yeah like overlapping voices to make like a shrieking audience of teenage girls <laughs> or whatever there's a whole bunch
bunch of things I could do, but I don't know what mm. would exactly fit in the context of the video that would make it funny. I sit there for a long time thinking about what would be funny, but then an idea hits me and I put it down and I end up laughing till it hurts because of it. So <laughs> when I yeah. end up putting like American Idiot by Green Day to Sonic the Hedgehog running, it's just, that's funny. <laughs> that's just, that's just my sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, so ironically, the content creation is my least favorite part because like, well, at least right now, because mm. I used to have all the free time in the world, but now that I have deadlines right, and things yeah. to do and I'm mm. almost done with school, it's like, there's a whole yeah. bunch of stuff to juggle. But then when stuff, when summer comes, obviously I'll be able right. to have all the free time I want. Oh, I mean, no dude, one's, same. Yeah. School. No one's dictating on whether or not I should make, make the comic. I just mm. wanted to make it. So yeah. yeah, my least favorite part of content creation is well, content creation. So, or at least being in the middle of it and like, being yeah, completely uh-huh. getting drained, stuck so. in the rut creatively. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Getting stuck in the rut. This is a question that will either have a very short answer or a very long answer, depending on who you Ooh. are. So here we go. Well, I'm Mateo, so it's probably going to be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do you animate? Oh, why do I animate? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put this, but this is either an existential question or a <laughs> regular question. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm not, it I'm not on entirely who you are. sure because this could dictate why I have a YouTube channel or not, depending right, yeah. on how I explain it. So I got to handle this subject very freaking carefully. So the reason I animate is simply because I love animating. The okay. reason I make a comic well, is simply because I like making comics. Cause right, yeah. Creation. That's that's the one mm-hmm. word I could use. It's just creation. creation. It's fun because yeah. you get to totally build get your that. own world. You get to build mm-hmm. your own audience. And you have, you know, people inspiring you and backing you up. Like, your content mm-hmm. is good. Like, you two, you guys watch my content and you guys say my content is good. Therefore... I instantly go make some more content and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is, yeah. this is like super inspiring. So mm-hmm. I improve, I, I have fun and with the limited resources I have for making animation, right. I could say I'm both barely scraping by and also doing very well for myself, mm-hmm. even though yeah. YouTube isn't quite my job yet. And I think I'm going to get a job at retail before I can make, you know, YouTube money. Well, yeah, I mean, really realistically, sure. Really yeah. isn't even that much money. But, you know, I probably still have like a day job through mm-hmm. throughout my entire YouTube career because mm-hmm. my art style is oh, probably take a long same. Time yeah. To draw. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it used to be for only myself. Like I, I animated, mm-hmm. if anything, for selfish reasons, because when I started animating, I was like, I'm going to get so big on YouTube and people are going to subscribe to me. I'm going to surpass right. the odd ones out someday. And it's just like, blah, 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 blah. I'm 10 trillion subscribers. Like the entire universe is subscribed to me. I was a complete egotistical, you know, <laughs> jerk. So yeah. mm-hmm. then jerk. I realized that YouTube was that platform but i didn't have to be that on the platform you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i could stick out like a sore thumb if i wanted to i could make a video about you know infomercials and people would somehow Mm -hmm. stick to that concept and they did i could make my own original comic series and people liked that i could make basically anything i wanted and as long as i make it good people will like it i animate simply because I enjoy it. If anything, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do now without animation or right. drawing. Cause mm-hmm. 
being an artist has essentially taken over my life in oh, a yeah, good way, uh, in a good way, mm-hmm. obviously, because I've been yeah. an artist for as long as I can remember with drawing on the couch and stuff to drawing on the walls with Crayola and Sharpie, which my parents thankfully did not punish me for. <laughs> they they might have wow. given me some stern words, but that doesn't mean that I didn't learn for it from it. Right, I did, yeah. though. So that's good. I express myself through my creation. So I totally understand that. Yeah. With the growing platform that is YouTube, it's a, it's a more it's more of a universal thing now more than mm-hmm. ever because YouTube in 2000 you know like 2007 was extremely different from what it is now for better yeah. or for worse because YouTube in 2007 you upload a video you get some novelty off of it and then you just move on right so mm-hmm. I would I make videos and people stick around to watch them I mean why else would I have like 200 subscribers I sometimes feel I'm not worthy of that like I am definitely not worthy of the beautiful audience that I have now and I have a family that supports me I have you know friends that support me you guys support me you know Hannah Madison Jonathan Eli they all they all support me and it's like never in a million years would I have expected to be at this point I would have never met you guys if it wasn't for my YouTube channel exactly yeah it all started with Sam and then it all just went on from there I met Sam who was my first YouTube friend and it was just yeah. It's been a crazy, crazy ride, man. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's unexplainable. I love every single one of my subscribers, even if some yeah. of them don't watch my content, which yeah. I am mm-hmm. a little salty over, but it doesn't matter. Well, who it does isn't, not matter. you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite video you've made so far? I, I get asked this way more than I should, but it... Including the collaborations. It is well, so, obviously. so hard to answer Hint-hint. this question. Because yeah, it really is. I've made over... I think a hundred videos like i'm not sure but i think i've made over a hundred videos counting the podcasts and unfortunately the updates but uh with original uh og mateo tunes content with like my regular stories and whatever i can't exactly pinpoint a video that i am so happy with to the point where i can say that it's my favorite because i i've made so many videos that reflect on my life that Mm -hmm. it just brings back good memories but yeah yeah. I don't know. I, I simply can answer it this way. I don't know if I have a favorite video mm-hmm. of mine because I've made so many videos and I've made so many things that are genuinely funny to me still, even to mm-hmm. this day. Like my <laughs> comedy has very well stayed true to what I laugh at still, like mm-hmm. random, always random stuff and random, random, mm-hmm. random humor, lol, random funnies from like the 2007 <laughs> era or whatever. But intricate comedy is something i'm really happy with also like a regular old joke that could just have like a twist that i easily understand and just laugh Mm -hmm. at for hours like i'm proud of all of my videos especially like my Mm -hmm. my videos where i had like 20 subscribers like Mm -hmm. that was when i was so serious about making content that i would wake up at like not like nine in the morning just to record a video so Briefly, what equipment do you use? Aside from the upgrade in a few days that I'm getting to my Ooh. boom arm, I'm getting a new boom arm instead of this nice. wonky microphone stand my dad gave me. Mm-hmm. So I guess I could give this microphone stand back to my dad, but I record everything in my closet. So I think I'm going to need to use it still. But mm-hmm. I have this onstage stands uh, microphone stand that I'm using right now. Uh, the microphone I use is a Blue Snowball Ice, $50, wow. really good quality. I'm planning on upgrading mm-hmm. to a Blue Yeti for my birthday. I have a nice. Pop 
filter to prevent plosives. HP Pavilion notebook for my computer. It's a laptop. Uh, I don't know what my mouse is. It's a Logitech mouse pad, whatever. Desk. It's a desk. And uh, my drawing, my my main driver drawing tablet is <laughs> the Cintiq competitor, yeah, Artisol yeah, okay. D13, for like three hundred dollars. It is a crazy good drawing tablet for the price and when i'm recording uh real live action videos like uh my vlog or my mateo toots content uh i'm using a sony bloggy which is a very very old camera so and sometimes i use acoustic foam and i record everything in my closet for pristine audio so i also i also use premiere pro to edit audacity record and medibank paint to draw Mm -hmm. all the frames and i use chrome to upload my videos and that's all i use to make videos that is cool what about snacks? That's a lot of stuff. No, that's not that's snacks. Not, that's not equipment. Uh, potato chips, <laughs> chicken nuggets. I have not had chicken nuggets in forever. It makes you feel like a child. Yeah. Time to get back <laughs> on the grind. What's your favorite collab you've done? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> man, you really put me on that. <laughs> I did. I re- this is the last question for obvious reasons. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> Let me think for a second here. Uh-huh. My favorite collab I've done doesn't have anything to do with videos it has nothing to do with videos my favorite collab that i have by far ever done is the collab i've done with you ethan the merchandise that is my shining collab i have i I, I held that to the highest pristine thing that i am the most proud of right now because to see my design on a Mm -hmm. t-shirt and a mug is absolutely insane like i cannot think of anything that has been more exciting exhilarating i could think of all of the words that could i could think of right now that could describe how cool that is because never before have i designed i i've I've seen my design on somebody else's Mm -hmm. you know like merchandise it's it's crazy and for such a small design that i came up with on the spot that you ended up liking Mm -hmm. a lot i'm surprised i'm just simply surprised Mm -hmm. that i was able to scramble together with you and make merchandise granted you made your own Mm -hmm. yeah you made your own end of the merchandise like the number blue is wrong t-shirt the master Ethan, my mom's shirt which i want to Mm -hmm. order Ooh. Um, but with the beef shakes mm-hmm. merchandise, it's just, I think what will top that in terms of all of my creation is making my comic physical, like making physical copies of my comic. I think that'll top all of my work. Like nothing will mm-hmm. ever, will ever be able yeah. to top that unless I make like a fully animated movie, which is kind of shooting mm-hmm. for the stars there. But you know, my favorite collab I've done is the one with your beef shake shirts Ow. and mugs. But my second favorite collab I've done is the animation I did for Emirias, the desert themed animation, the one where oh. Egypt Emirias. I had a blast animating that. It was a whole lot of fun to make and I'm glad so many people were able to view it and, you know, come subscribe to the channel and whatnot. That was extremely Oh yeah, that was like the first. Yeah, and my 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 third favorite collab is the first collab I've ever done, which was the one with Sam. Uh, it was the how to be a YouTuber uh, featuring Sandburger 3000. I made that a year ago and it has a very high total of 149 views. Whoa. I'd say I'd hold that at the number third spot. Mm. It's my first collab. Right, like, yeah. of course I'm going to hold mm-hmm. that to high appraise because it's just, it's the first time I did something really mm. ambitious. So the fir- the best thing I've done, the beef shakes designs and whatnot. The second best is the collab with Emerice and the third is with Sam. So mm. I guess the fourth would be this here podcast, but nice, you know, okay. I think this episode has come to an end.
We have talked for an hour and a half somehow, and I I swear this is like the best episode of the podcast so far because I got to talk to one of my great animator and YouTube friends, and also I got to know some insight on your creations and backstory, Lights. and yeah, just it's it's great. I, I love talking to other creators about creative stuff, which is why I've started I love, this podcast. I love talking to you yeah. guys. That mm-hmm. was This was an extremely fun podcast, uh, 10 out of 10 would eat again it was very great it was a very great adventure through your taste my 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 mateo tunes retrospective Mm -hmm. i guess you could call it thank you everybody for listening to episode two of this podcast this has been an amazing episode with mateo tunes thank you so much mateo for joining the show today absolutely man that was great it was an awesome episode in this episode i talked about my comic so if you guys would like to read that on the 21st of june 2018 uh no specific time being released but that day it's going to be released on that day go follow my tumblr my twitter and my deviantart to get updates on that when it's coming so you'll be able to read the first pages on the 21st of june but comics aren't the only thing i do as you could probably tell by this episode i do animations as well so if you guys would like to go check out my animations check out mateo tunes on youtube i make animations as frequently as i can but with other work probably not as often until next eternity but i still make animations so if you want to see some quick fast-paced humor then check that out i also have an instagram too where i kind of post often so if you guys want to go check out my instagram then do that and yeah all the links to everything will be in the description and show notes and whatever else this was really really best best hour and a half of my life thank you everybody for listening and we will see you in two weeks oh boy remember stay creative I thought about this before recording the podcast, and I just thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of a podcast being done in nothing but Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> like people, people who can't, people who can't speak, just break out their little Morse code beepers <laughs> and just start talking over each other. Like beep 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 beep. beep. Like dude comes into the next part of the conversation. Beep 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 beep. That sounds Ooh. stupid, but it just made no, me that, laugh. That is pretty clever. That's uh, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Morse cat.